You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Jake Madison, credential member of the media, editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, at NolaJake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Monday, another show's uh, week's worth of Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows. Hopefully, I'm not sure if we can get a special guest again on Friday. If you didn't get a chance to listen, go back and listen to Friday's episode with Jason Smith, former player, talking about the time he hip-checked Blake Griffin, not intentionally, and was ejected from it in the Chris Paul return game. Pretty cool, pretty enlightening interview with a former player on something that's considered a top moment, I guess, in franchise history. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Michael Jordan and his shoes, Nike specifically. There's some kind of tie-in to Zion Williamson. I can make this fit. Just watch me try. We'll talk about the schedule and a couple of other things as well. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. I've been using these during the quarantine as lunches, basically, and they are pretty awesome. And I've already reordered once from all of these things. So make sure you give it a try and you can use promo code Locked On to get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. So if you're like me, you've probably been watching The Last Dance on ESPN chronicling Michael Jordan's final season with the Chicago Bulls. And it's interesting. I wouldn't say it's illuminating in the sense that I didn't know a lot of this stuff. If you've read any of the Jordan books, anything like that, or watched any other things about him, certainly you've kind of known a lot of the stuff that's going on, like the hatred he had uh, towards Jerry Krause, uh, the issues with ownership, wanting to tear down the team, and the fact that that was going to be their final season together. You know, Rodman was, uh, there was an episode focusing on him and all of the stuff that went there that's kind of a little bit well known too but one of the things I did not know came out in one of last night's episodes and that's the fact that Michael Jordan wanted to sign with Adidas until his mom forced him to take a meeting with Nike and well the rest is history Jumpman was born that is interesting because if you think about kind of a what if scenario that one's kind of wild that's like what if Drew Brees signed with Miami with Nick Saban there and like what spills out of that does Alabama become what they become does LSU unless Miles stay with what they are or what they were and all of that it's kind of one of those major what ifs this is one that probably gets Darren Rovell very excited to talk about but what if Jordan signed with Adidas instead of Nike and where would things be I found this a little bit interesting because uh, the Jordan brand has a it's not as big as say Nike but it's still a big brand but they haven't been putting out kind of like must own things recently but with Zion Williamson signing with the Jordan brand and Luka Doncic also under the Jordan brand and Luka just released a new pair of shoes which are awesome don't have his name on them um, and I'm not a big kick sneaker guy but these looked really clean and really good and I liked them a lot and uh, these these two guys, Luca and Zion, are probably enough to really reignite an absolute ton of interest in the Jordan brand and their shoes and are going to sell a whole lot more. And it influences those guys' careers and decisions they make and things on and so forth. 
And I find this kind of interesting that um, the that the fact that um, you know it could have been with Adidas, and this would all be very different. As I'm recording this, my girlfriend holds up a sign that says "The Zion Shoes Rock." As one of the cats jumps on the table and shakes the microphone, and it's the Bayou Boy shoes, right? That's what you're talking about with the like the the swamp color. Yeah. And the like neon orange, yeah. red, yellow, bright. bright. Yeah, okay. The Bayou Boy shoes. She likes those. Um, those are not my things, but I can see why people do like them. The Luca ones look very clean, which I actually like a whole lot. And if I were to buy a pair, that's probably the pair I'd buy. But I'm not, and it's okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I'm not. So that is okay. I just found this one kind of interesting, like a little moment in time of like a what if scenario, and things would be dramatically different. And this is certainly one because you're going to see a lot of Zion shoes that are going to sell very well in the future and that will have some impact on his career not necessarily where he plays but you know if a shoe explodes a shoe doesn't explode making sure these things are good all of that stuff is kind of interesting so that was a, a moment in the Jordan documentary that I did not know of before that I learned last night shows why it's worth watching and listening to these things because they still are very interesting even if you think you know kind of everything that's going on. The protein bar world is being rebuilt, literally with Built Bar, which you can get over at BuiltBar.com. I got a sample of these things and they have become my daily lunch. If you wanna ask me my best flavor, uh, there's a couple on here, but I'm pretty partial to the raspberry chocolate cream. Uh, the salted caramel chocolate is also great, and it helps that they're made with 100% real chocolate. They also only have 110 calories, 15 grams of protein, and 4 grams of sugar. Basically, they're seven times better for you than the other leading bars on the market, and these things taste great. I'm a big protein bar guy for lunch. I do it when I'm at my office for my real job all the time. It just saves me time, it's easy, and it's a healthier alternative to other things. These are even healthier than the ones that I was eating before where I usually needed to have a big bottle of water to wash down the chalky flavor, the granular texture, and all of that. You don't have that problem with Built Bar at all and they are really delicious and this is going to be my new go-to for everything. It's great. Instead of 250 calories, the Built Bar is only 110. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on for $10 off your first box and it's pretty cool. You can build your own box of different flavors you want or you could just get a sampler of them all. Again, make sure you get that raspberry chocolate cream in there. It is really good. These things are the best I've had and these are things that I'm going to be using daily from now on. Again, go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order of built bars. So over the weekend, the NBA Board of Governors got together and they made a decision, two decisions technically, I guess, that are no surprise here. They voted to postpone the draft lottery and draft combine. We don't know yet about the actual NBA draft, but almost certainly that is going to be delayed from its June 25th date. Uh, and it's just a matter of time before that happens. Postponing the events in May, the lottery, which you need to do because, frankly, you don't know how it's going to play out till you finish out the regular season because there was some chance that things could move unless you've decided to declare the season over, in which case it's locked as it is. But still, I don't think the NBA wants to do that just yet. So that makes a ton 
ton of sense. The lottery, the combine makes sense because, frankly, teams need to know who they need to scout, who they want to scout, depending on where they are in the NBA lottery and in the draft order. So it makes a ton of sense that things are kind of postponed. Also, that it revolves around a lot of travel, visiting people, all of that. The NFL draft had their combine before all of this started, so they were able to work out those players, meet with a lot of those players in person, and after that became kind of Zoom meetings and other things to do a lot of your scouting and film watching. You still probably want to have some sort of face-to-face interaction, able to get some basic measurables from these guys, which they just don't have in the NBA the ability to do so right now. So postponing it makes a ton of sense. But as things get pushed back, it means the start of next regular season likely needs to be pushed back. And we've talked about it on the show here. I've talked about it a ton on Locked On NBA too, that they are now seriously eyeing that December start for the next regular season. And either that means an abbreviated regular season. And as we talked about last week, an abbreviated regular season, if it means you can get the playoffs right now, is a good thing because there's more money to be made in the playoffs as opposed to losing, say, on the high end, 20 regular season games. And they're trying to recoup as much money as possible right now. So makes a lot of sense that they would start delay the start of the season so that they can get these playoffs back in and then just keep it on their regular schedule. And then the 2022 season started 2021-22 season is just kind of back to normal uh, while the 2020-2021 season it's getting confusing now uh is a, a little bit weird and do you deal with it and then you get everything back to how you want but also could mean that they just change their schedule uh fully that it starts in December and runs you know longer through maybe August July uh, as they've never really done before. So that would be a little bit interesting and they would own, for the most part, that stretch of the calendar. But it sounds like it's on the table. But one thing that has started to come up, which when I talked about, you know, there's more money to be made in watching in playing the playoffs, the question becomes, is there though? And this is an intriguing thing that I hadn't really thought about, to be honest. All of that money that it's going to take to go to Walt Disney World and set that up or to a Las Vegas hotel resort and set all of that up. You know, if advertisers are still hurting and won't pour the money back into the NBA or maybe do so at a reduced rate or something, who knows? Does the cost to put this all on outweigh the money that you would get back and then delaying next season? If you're only getting 10% back, but you could get 20% to make numbers easy here next season, shouldn't you just go with next season? And our team's going to want to necessarily come back and play. I think the Pelicans should, depending on how many games are left. But if you're a team like the Golden State Warriors, what the hell do you have to play for? Why would you come back and risk any sort of injury? You, sh- you shouldn't. None of those guys should. You have the worst record in the league. There's no point in playing games. Teams in the playoff chase, I think so, because this is a weird year where you actually might be able to get some sort of win and maybe win a title, even if it comes with an asterisk, because things are going to be shortened and that you know leads to more unpredictability. So the Pelicans maybe have their title shot increased as opposed to decreased because of all of this. But there are a lot more questions still than I was even kind of thinking about before in terms of the money. And I said I don't like the phrase follow the money because usually you don't actually follow the money and it's just kind of people making jumps in logic. This one, though, is there that much money there? And that's a big question. I don't know the answer to that. The NBA likely does. 
And certainly any decision they make is going to be based off of what can get them money. I don't think they care about crowning a title this year. I think they care about, you know, the best interests of the league, making sure they have as much money as possible and don't lose that because the ecosystem of sport can be kind of weird at times and very fragile. Look at Formula One with potentially some of the smaller teams having to fold. Same thing with uh, other sports around the league. I'm sure some of the smaller teams in the EPL are really feeling this or even any of the other leagues, even less than the top flight ones. So it's going to be interesting to see. But the NBA certainly will be following the money. And it's going to be interesting to see if they actually go forward with this or if they just kind of chalk it up all as a loss. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Here Monday through Friday for you all. Well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for you all. Breaking down everything you want to know. Getting really good interviews. We've had Andrew Lopez on. Will Guillory of The Athletic on. We had Jason Smith literally talking about the time in a game. He knocked Blake Griffin to the ground, which was really cool. You don't really get stuff like that. And we're getting it here on Locked On Pelicans. So make sure you subscribe. Support the podcast, especially in this time when podcasts are taking a hit worldwide so i greatly appreciate you all taking time out of your day to listen subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast from it takes 30 seconds to click a button and it really does make a difference and help uh, and if you get a chance leave a five-star review with a comment that also takes like 30 seconds and makes a big difference and helps all right wrapping up the show here talking a little bit more about coronavirus in the nba we just spoke about how they are looking you know the cost of certain things maybe it outweighs all of that the other thing is there's like a moral side to all of this too and you're seeing gms come out and say they're kind of concerned about older staffers in ways whether it is coaches assistant coaches people in the front office trainers what have you people over 65 are at a higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19 so that's a concern because there's people around the league and look Alvin Gentry is over 65 he said when I'm recording this he, if when you're listening he's 65 years old and 181 days it's a concern you know, how do you manage this risk with trying to get something that's inherently entertainment accomplished? And is that the right thing to do? And all of these questions are coming out. And maybe it means that people aren't going to be able to be there. Maybe the NBA won't let Alvin Gentry be there, which depending on who you are, maybe is a blessing or a bad thing, I guess. Um, and could give, give the Pelicans a taste of what it would be like with a different head coach. But it's going to be interesting to kind of see how, of the, how all of this works. And then who's declared essential when games are going back? And does that change the quality of play, the preparation, all of that and more? And it's a lot of open questions. Every time we talk about these things, there are more questions than answers. And every time I really sit down to think about it, more questions come up than answers. And that is making it very difficult for the NBA to try and figure out uh, what could get done and how they play more games. So it's something to consider as we go forward and see what things might look like. It's pretty interesting. The NBA is in not a really great spot when it comes to all of this. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Don't forget, check out Chad Ford's NBA Big Board, exclusively part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Best draft guy out there breaking down all of the prospects, having a lot of fun with it too, making me much more knowledgeable about the NBA draft whenever it happens. So I don't watch a ton of college ball. This has been a lifesaver for me during this time. So wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. Thank you all for listening. At Nola Jake on Twitter, Jake Madison here. And I will be with you all on Wednesday. Wednesday.